Green Acres Garden Podcast is the podcast that will teach budding gardeners like you to grow your green thumb. For whether you're a newbie or a seasoned horticulturalist, you're sure to learn something new. Enjoy our conversations with community gardeners and gurus from Green Acres Nursery and Supply. We'll answer questions you didn't know you had. Hi and hello there. Welcome one and all to the Green Acres Garden Podcast. I'm so delighted to be here. My name's Kevin Jordan. I'm the ladybug lover and I'm your host for this episode. And so today we have a special little episode. I'm so delighted because I'm back in studio in the city of trees with my good friend, Austin Blank, potentially the world's best listener. How's it going there, Austin? Hey, Kevin, I'm doing great. I had a a great time this week uh, going to a new place. Uh, Why don't you tell all of our listeners where we went this week? We did. So we have a very special episode this week. We actually went on a quest, a little bit of a field trip out to a good friend, a good friend's garden, their urban garden. Actually went out to... The Luther Burbank Urban Garden, uh, the bug, the Burbank Urban Garden, a wonderful place out here uh, in South Sacramento. It's at a, at a wonderful high school there with some wonder, uh, wonderful teacher and some amazing students who actually are, are doing some great things out in the garden. So we actually got to go on a little bit of a garden adventure this week, meet a whole horde of new friends who are actually, we saw them working out in the garden and smiling and laughing. And it's one of those things where it just, it just, Kind of brings a little tear to your eye just to see uh, the next generation, you know, really getting after it, getting their hands dirty, and actually really enjoying every moment of it. We got to learn a little bit about this wonderful program. So you know I had a great time, Austin. Um, for the past 13 years, actually, I'm, I'm a little biased, though. So for the past 13 years, uh, I've been teaching horticulture uh, to middle school and high school students here in Sacramento. So for me, um, gardening and growing and sharing that with others is a massive passion, especially sharing it with the younger generation. I think it's so vital, so important. Uh, I, can't, I could not you know, talk on it more. I really, uh, it's been a, just a massive part of my life. And so to have some other colleagues and friends and to see them doing these wonderful things with their students, I feel like the, you know, the sky is the limit. And they really kind of ignited a spark in me being there and seeing them garden and grow and talk with them. I can't wait to get back in the garden uh, after speaking with them and, uh, and grow a little bit more and you know, share some pictures, actually share some plants, and uh, just share a whole lot of fun with them because that's what it's really all about. So I really had a great time. Uh, and I like I just can't wait to share it with yeah. our listeners. Yeah, it was cool for me to to see a new garden. Uh, we've only been to a, you know a few uh, community gardens and, and gardens out there, and it's always such a treat to see a new one. And it was really cool to see and meet like another Kevin Jordan. Like we met <laughs> this guy. He's a friend of yours, right? So, Absolutely. Um, that was great. And he's like another horticulturalist that teaches students, works with younger people, just like you. And he's it's got wonderful. his own. Uh, urban garden there. It was really cool to see that. Absolutely. So we're talking about our good friend that we're going to interview today, uh, Todd McPherson, a teacher out there at Luther Burbank. So uh, just a wonderful guy. Uh, started the program from scratch at the school, kind of, you know, reignited it from the ground up, you know, pun intended. And so uh, just I can, I really appreciate what they're doing out there and have a ton of respect for what, what he's doing and what all the uh, students are doing out there. Yeah, so we went to Luther Burbank Urban Garden, and and the the nickname for the garden was The Bug, the Burbank at, at, Urban know, Garden. Such a great name for a garden. And we met Todd McPherson, who runs it, and then a bunch of his uh, students there who, and a lot of them were, got, like, hired on. They're interns now. Yeah, and, and that was really cool to meet all of them. And it inspired me, and I hope it motivates everyone listening to get out into the garden and and find the community that exists out there amongst gardeners. So let's bug on out over to the Burbank Urban Garden and meet Todd and see what their garden's all about. 
All right, Todd, thank you so much for meeting with me. Uh, Todd, can you tell us who you are and where we're at and why we're here? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for, for coming out here. Um, I really appreciate it. I'm Todd McPherson. I'm uh, the lead teacher and I guess the founder here at the Urban Agriculture Academy at Luther Burbank High School. Um, our garden space is known as the Burbank Urban Garden or fondly known as the Bug. So this is our, our main classroom. This was uh, used to store football pads, so it was pretty stinky when, <laughs> when we moved in. Now it smells like compost. <laughs> yeah, now yeah, the compost is right behind us. Uh, if you get us on a fertilizing day in the greenhouse, the fans blow straight in here so we get nice, stinky, warm, humid air in the classroom. It's a, a favorite of the students, as you could imagine. Um, but yeah, we have about an acre of space. We've got the greenhouse, the barn, the outdoor classroom we just built in. Um, and we've been slowly developing uh, the academy, so three years of successive classes um, since the fall of 2017. Um, it's a career technical education program, uh, uh, plant and soil science uh, pathway, technically, on that level. Um, and we have students uh, from freshmen all the way through seniors who can um, take classes here in the garden. The garden outside is really the main classroom. Um, in here is when we need the projector and, and the rest of the stuff. Um, and then we're out building the garden, growing food, harvesting food. We have a chef that comes in, eating some food, um, learn how you know, to cook and prepare the, the raw vegetables as well as run the greenhouse. Um, you know, we got flower production we're putting in. There's just all sorts of things. It's kind of a zoo. Um, but it's a lot of fun for the kids who like to be outside and get their hands dirty. You mentioned this right before we started is that, you know, we grow a lot of plants. You're like, but what we really cultivate is knowledge. And I thought that was a great thing of you to, for you to say because um, that's really what it's all about. And I feel like your students are out here having some wonderful experiences uh, growing these plants. What has been your takeaway and from seeing um, young people get out in the garden, get their hands dirty, uh, and, and actually learning by doing? The biggest thing is just how powerful that mode of education is, the, the learning by doing, right? So I try and set most of the lessons up where we're doing lots of observation in the first year. We're out here kind of seeing how things are working, what's the, the kind of growth engine out in the natural environment. We're looking at the seasons, we're looking at sunlight, temperature, length of day, moisture, um, kind of things like that. And then we're taking these observations and then we're plugging those kind of back into the lesson. So instead of saying, here's the four seasons, Here's what you plant in this season because, let's read it from the textbook, these students, especially in their second and third years, are recalling a year that they spent observing um, all of these things that have been happening and what the changes we just finished with all the fruit trees. We've got about 45 fruit trees, so we watched wow. the flowers. You know, we've been observing them when they look so dead, Mr. McPherson, like, ugh, why you have all these dead trees? You're like, um, they're deciduous. And they, yeah, they, exactly. We got to learn that. We learn it by seeing the flowers come out. We saw we've got a, a beehive. What well, was one beehive? It swarmed four times, so we're not great beekeepers here. I saw that on your Instagram. Busy, yeah. We, I thought one swarm. Okay, cool. We're done with that. Nope. Right in the middle of another class. Boom, here comes a second swarm, a third. So now we have a couple colonies, but we could watch them pollinate. The flowers as they come out this year, we had that crazy freeze that hit after it got real warm and we kind of were looking at what's gonna happen here and then we're watching the fruit set, the leaves coming out. Then the students can call back on that, okay, now I know why apricot season is before apple season, right? We can see the peaches, we're watching them grow. So as boring as it sounds to like watch the fruit grow, we kind of do that in the most interesting way that I can possibly think of. Uh, but it's that hands-on experience like, 
what's the rhythm of building, you know, tilth in our soil? How are we, what do we do when we turn our beds over to plant? Like, we got to get out there. We can talk about the steps, but then every student has a hand in getting in there with the garden fork, turning over the soil, getting the weeds out, amending the soil, turning it back in, planting seeds or transplanting, observing, watching those grow all the way through to harvest. Um, and I think that sticks a lot more than something you just read in a book. So I've noticed a lot of great insect activity, whether it's you know bees flying around. I've, you mentioned the ladybugs. I saw a ton of ladybugs out yeah. in the garden, which is a great sign, I think. Do you guys do you, do you recommend um, when you do you spray? Do you use chemical sprays, or are you guys trying to go all organic? Here? Yeah, we're we're going all organic, and we're not. Um, one day, I dream of you know maybe even certifying the space. We we haven't got there. Um, it's not my space really it's district property um, but I've requested kind of a hands-off approach from everybody we do everything organically we um, I have never sprayed um, out here we also have the labor to do that I know there's a you know debate with a lot of people hey well how are you going to take care of this how are you going to get rid of that Bermuda grass if you're one person in a school garden somewhere and say well you call your grounds dude and he hits it with roundup and then you're good right but I've got a bunch of students and we can tarp we can solarize so we had some success with that we've done many iterations of kind of tarping or sheet mulching and then putting like our pathways down with the dg that are over plastic um, so that we can have a nice compact ada pathway through the garden which is really important for accessibility uh, for everyone on campus here um, and keep that bermuda out but the kids are always you know, they know when the hula hoes come out, it's we're, we're going after, after Bermuda, it. you know, and a few times a year, you know, we're going to go with the, the broad forks and the garden forks and all of our beds. So we can be very labor intensive because we have a lot of, quote, labor. If we're going to break it down that way, we have a lot of students getting a lot of experience doing the work. That doesn't make sense. I joke with my real farmer friends that, that we do things the least efficient way out here because what we're going for, like you said, is the educational value. Uh, we're going for the experience more than the bottom line. I don't have to worry about how much I'm going to sell my lettuce for. I'm going to send it home with students. As we get more, we're going to sell it you know, into the cafeteria or into the community. But we haven't even you know, gotten a real baseline for our production levels out here. And that's kind of secondary uh, for us right now because it's that hands-on experience, learning, applying what we're doing, observing, seeing what goes, coming to those conclusions and just building that knowledge as we build the space and that builds the buy-in um, and you know we got kids I got a, a guy we'll talk to Justin maybe and he came up as a freshman in my first year of teaching was a first year intern here came through all three years of my classes graduated and we've wanted to stick around we've hired him back on um, and he now helps manage the interns and that's a way we also kind of continue to reinvest in in the students you know in the same way we're all everything's circular you know, out here, we're, we're just building and building and building. Well, if learning is your goal, uh, I feel like, you know, mission accomplished. I, I, there's a bunch of students out there, youngsters running around, like I said, your interns, um, yeah. for like a beehive of activity. So it seems like there's a lot of uh, like learning going on, which I can really appreciate and relate to. Have you seen like a, um, a student uh, or other, uh, other students, have, have you ever seen that light bulb moment where they just, all of a sudden it just clicks and they like, they go, you know, I, I, th I know this happened for me where all of a sudden you just, I think I love gardening. I think, I, yeah. I, love, wait, I know, I, I love plants. Have you seen yeah. that? And if so, how did that feel? Yeah, you see little sparks. I think more than like one big like boom, it's on. 
I see a lot of people come in with a little bit of interest or they're not, there's a curiosity, maybe it's not even interest yet and they're not sure. And they're like, I don't know, I got these big old nails that are all like blinged out and I, I but I really like to touch the soil, but I'm not sure. Like, <laughs> can, I, can I get that in there, start doing it? And then pretty soon they're like, every day, the first thing they do when they come to class, they like want to get in that soil. They want to go to the greenhouse and start playing with the plant. Hey, what, Mr. McPherson, can I be over here? And like slowly that builds and pretty soon they're just like full blown, like, okay, uh, can, what about the internship? Can I get hired? Like, when are you hiring? Can I, you know, I can get paid for this. That and excitement just yeah, starts to get and it just starts more to more. build and build. Or, you know, that student who kind of sheepishly shows me, you know, like a picture of their garden at home. Hey, you know, like everybody else leaves. They start taking and pride they, in they, some they of They come work. and they're like, hey, look, this is my, my pepper. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Here, you want to try these ones? Like, experiment with this. I got a whole bunch of seeds over here. Um, take some of these home, grow these, you know, and then pretty soon they're coming back with another picture. And pretty soon then they're talking to their friends. And then when I open up the garden at lunch, they're here like hanging out and like kind of making sure other people aren't trashing the place. And they, they kind of start owning it. And then, yeah, they just, just build up. And that's, that's the best feeling in the world. The other time that people really shine is when I bring people from outside in to see the garden space and I put them in charge of the tours. And it's like, okay, they're all kind of sheepish. Like, I don't Nervous know, we don't know anything. Like, oh, I don't know, Mr. McPherson, don't make me do it. And there's always a handful of them that just like, boom, step right up. As soon as they start talking, they realize, wow, I do know a lot more than anybody right? else. Um, and those, those are some of my favorite moments when I can step back and kind of fade out of the scene and see them take over, lead the tour, provide some awesome knowledge, um, blow people away with what they know and their excitement. And like, I'm not even a part of it anymore. It's just like them and the garden and whoever's getting the tour being, you know, real excited and blown away and like that they all walk a little taller after those experiences absolutely would we, would we be able to go on a little tour of your outside garden and see what you got growing yeah absolutely we can we can head outside it's a little breezy out there um, but maybe we'll take we have this garden because it's so big broken down into about eight different zones um, and uh, that's allowed me to send students out you know in some sort of organized fashion but we can take a little cruise and I can point out some of the main things and we'll, we'll come across the interns. Maybe they can say what's up. Jade. Jade, nice to meet you. Marie. Marie, Jade and Marie. All right, so what are you working on right now? Uh, right now we're organizing our plants for the plant, plant sale. We're trying to get the biggest plants in a pile or so, so we can get them out to the plant cage so they grow slower than the smaller ones that we're keeping here in the greenhouse. That's fantastic. Uh, what have what do you like most about working with plants so far? Ooh, that's a hard question. You've uh, got green hair, so I assume you, you, you do enjoy <laughs> some chlorophyll and some photosynthesis. Uh, I enjoy the fact that the plants don't talk back to me. Oh, I can appreciate <laughs> so that. So it's peaceful and it's kind of therapeutic to me because I'm able to just calm down, decompress, and be in a good environment with a good amount of oxygen in the air. Well, I, I love the work you two are doing. Um, I couldn't, you know, speak more on it because it's, uh, I love being out in the garden. I've worked with students as well. And to see you out here smiling, working together and getting after it is uh, just really inspiring. Um, have you been able to eat any of the food that has come out of the garden? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's what got me hooked. Yeah. It's really delightful to be able to take what you grew home so you can cook it and make a really healthy meal and it's 
the the fruits and vegetables that we grow here is they're so much better than what you get at the store. Well, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, uh, but I, I just really appreciate what you're doing, and I hope you have an amazing plant sale and just keep pushing yourselves because I think uh, I think you're onto something here. Thank you so much for talking with me. All right, so hey, would you mind telling us your name and what you're doing out here right now? Uh, my name is Justin Sanchez, and right now, uh, I was just weeding our pollinator bed, just getting it all cleared out because it was some weeds were growing in it. Yeah, well, you're doing a good job because it actually looks pretty good. It's, Thank you. It's getting there. Um, how long you, have you been working this program? Long? Are you? Uh, Ever since my freshman year, probably about five years ago. So I'm, a, I'm an alumni. I graduated last year. Congrats. Thank you, thank you. Uh, but yeah, the summer of my freshman year, uh, I took the class for a year, and then Mr. McPherson offered me the job in, uh, in the summer. And then I just worked uh, all throughout summer and even into the school year because I didn't really have nothing going on, and I just loved the program so much. Well, I appreciate it. I can, I can tell by the, by the sparkle in your eye and your smile that you belong out here in the garden. Thank you. What have you learned? Uh, like, what's, what's a lesson that you've taken away from being out in the garden that you can appreciate? Um, a lesson is just like, uh, for me, I just when I'm in the garden, like I, I like working like alongside my coworkers, and it's like no matter what we got going on in our lives, like and we all go through a ton of like BS and problems on our own time. Like when we're here, we're we're all together, and this is like our own like mental space to kind of just just battle it out and get away from everything. What's something that if you were to like tell the younger you or another student out here who's coming up? Um, what would be your words of encouragement to kind of, kind of be um, on the side of gardening? How would you um, make an argument for it? Um, I mean, who doesn't love food, you know? <laughs> so I would, I would just argue, like, uh, a lot of the points I would make is just food that you grow tastes way different, way better than food that you, uh, you buy at the store. And I would encourage people to actually go out there and give it a try and, you know, tell me if it doesn't taste different, you know? And it's like a whole different experience. It's like, dang, I didn't know food could taste like this. This is crazy. Justin, have you been able to take any uh, of the lessons you've learned here, like taking it home, uh, and been able to kind of utilize your own space and grow a little bit? Uh, back when I was taking classes, we did have like a little, I started off with like a sip garden. Uh, it's like a sub-irrigated planter. Yeah. Um, so I started off with that. It was like a, like a small bin, and I had like a lot of success with that. Uh, we were growing like fat tomatoes, like cherry tomatoes and all that stuff. And that was like my first experience with it. And then like the next year, I think I went into, I, I did a raised bed, a raised uh, garden bed. And that, that turned out pretty good too. Not as, uh, as good as the sit, but I definitely want to expand now. I was actually just talking to Mr. McPherson about that. You know, me and my dad want to uh, go in the, the backyard and just make like a, a bigger space for our garden. Just give it a shot. Like, if you think you might like it, you know, go into it. Even if you think you might not like it, go into it. Because I didn't think I was going to like it. Like, I started off, they threw me into the class, and I was just like, you know, like, what is this? Like, I didn't know. And before that, I had, like, no previous knowledge, really, about gardening. And, uh, yeah, I just, you know, gave it a shot in the class, and I actually ended up liking it. And, you know, I got an internship out of it. And I got to meet a whole bunch of cool people along the way. Justin, thank you so much for talking to me, taking the time out. I, I really appreciate what you're doing here, and I, and I think the sky is the limit for you. Maybe a future farmer, future foodie of America, and I just wish you all the very best. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Honestly, dude, thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. All right, so please tell us who you are and what are you doing here today? 
Hi, uh, my name is Lena Wu, and uh, what am I doing today was the garlic bread because uh, we had to hand weed the garlic bread and uh, it's pretty good that me and uh, my coworker Eli did it and he did pretty good. What's your favorite thing to grow and eat? Uh, for me, it's like dragon fruit. Oh, I got some dragon fruit in my greenhouse. Yeah. I'll have to I'll have to send over some cuttings for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I got three different varieties, so I, I'll give you some cuttings of those. They're they're delicious. It's like a gigantic kiwi or something. Need a flavor. It's like a nice mild. Oh, I have kiwi. the like yellow dragon uh, fruit and the white dragon fruit, and I have the Asian kind of dragon fruit right now. Nice. Right yeah, now. they are. It's so cool too. It's like a, a tropical cactus that produces delicious fruit. Like, yeah. wh what is going on there? Like, they're so cool. And then you trellis them up or whatever. Uh, that's fantastic. Now, if you could uh, encourage other people to want to garden and grow, you know, what would those words of encouragement sound like? For me, I would say, like, uh, don't be afraid to, like, be in the garden. Make sure you feel welcome in the garden because gardening is fun to do and plant. And welcome all your, like, you know, young people to participate or volunteer here because it's pretty chill pretty cool to talk with new people and make new friends i agree i sound i can hear it while we're recording i can hear all your friends and co-workers <laughs> over there giggling and laughing so and that's after they've already worked for a couple hours out here yeah so that if that's a good indication of uh the kind of time out here um, i can really get behind it all right so before i go let you go could you please tell me what is it you love most about being out in the garden working with plants Mm, what I love about it is um, planting is like giving hu uh, like human nature to me and like it's helping us to have food and it's helping us to like grow like more of it and uh, we build up a lot of like harvest so in the spring and summertime I think we're gonna harvest our um, plants. I cannot wait to see your harvest. It's probably gonna be good. Actually, I see one of your classmates there harvesting some peas right now. I think I might have to go nibble some myself. Thank you so much for spending time with me. Uh, I wish you the very best this season, you know, and it just please never stop growing. Yeah, thank you. All right, Kevin, that was our trip to the Burbank Urban Garden, the bug. I still love that name. And uh, what did you think? Did you have a good time out there? Uh, I bugged out hard, and I, <laughs> I really had the best time uh, out there. It was such a fantastic time, and I really it pumped me up and made me really want to get back in my own garden and go have some fun. Yeah, totally. Me too. So why don't you um, kind of tell our listeners uh, the lay of the land there? What, what were all the veggies you saw? Because we, we took a nice big tour around the place. Uh, not all that made it in, but I want to hear from you all the veggies that you saw there. Well, come along with me, if you yes. will. No, it was beautiful. They had a really big pollinator bed. This, I feel like this garden puts a really good emphasis on you know planting a lot of flowering plants, uh, drought-tolerant plants. They, they had a whole area for their herb, a little herb spiral. They had a pollinator bed. And you know what was really great is they had a, uh, the, mass, the most massive portion of their garden was packed full of cover crop. They had planted it back in the fall, like just how we talked about episodes mm -hmm. back. They, they actually did it, and they cover cropped really thickly, and it was growing up nice and tall, and it's, you know, basically they're going to chop it down, till it up, and mix it in, and that's really going to help build that soil. They've been adding compost. They had um, whole garden beds that were still filled with their cool season crops, so I saw some lettuce in there. I actually walked up and started snapping some lettuce off. I was eating some peas. Uh, they actually had some red cabbage that was looking really good, and was actually done. If, uh, if they weren't looking, I probably would have just snapped one off and taken it. Uh, they had a bunch of those. And what was great is they had a whole patch 
of garlic in the, in the most sunny location in the garden. I felt like it was um, just a whole little patch of garlic. And I, I felt like, ooh, I, I forgot to plant some garlic this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminded me. And I, just because I love fresh garlic, for me, I kind of use it in everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just a great garden staple. And they had a whole patch of it. I saw this big old mulberry tree. So I've been there years past, uh, truth be told, uh, several times. Always had a great time going there. Uh, we'd been pulling weeds and and doing a little work out there if we could uh, with my students. Had a blast. And that's actually where I had my first mulberry off oh. that tree. And they were massive, really thick, long berries. And they're so good. And I didn't realize I looked down, my hands were stained. <laughs> it was just uh, for like hours. It was great, nice and purple. But uh, delicious fruit. And so the garden is lovely. There's all these cement garden beds as well where they have them right. uh, with, with cement walls around them. Um, some are cinder block. They have, ton, I think he said, 45-plus fruit trees that are kind of spread around the compound. They have their own greenhouse. And I, when I say greenhouse, I mean they actually have a greenhouse. Big. Yeah, like, like, I have a greenhouse at my school, but it's it's kind of small and it's unpowered. His, you know, had a swamp cooler. It's it's much larger. Yeah, what were those full big, of plants. There was big tubs of water in there. What were those? They're starting something new. So that's what's great about the, the program there at the Bug is I feel like every time I go out there, there's just something new. They're, they're improving in one way or another and just really adding something here, planting something there. Now they're they're kind of uh, venturing into aquaponics, which is another passion of mine, something I love. And I've got uh, three aquaponics systems uh, in my classroom that I just – I enjoy uh, maintaining with the students. They grow plants like wild. It's so fantastic. Mm-hmm. There's no dirt involved. And so they actually have these big tubs in there that are circulating, and they're getting that water ready for some fish and then hopefully some growing. They got some racks there and some uh, reservoir trays where they're going to start growing some plants with some fish waste. And so that's really cool. And it's just, And that's really the whole point of that garden. I feel like it's one of those things where it's multiple things in one. You know, it's a place you go to learn. It's like a classroom. It's a laboratory. You know, it's an exercise facility. It's uh, good for mental health and, and all these things, social. Uh, it brings people together. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, I feel like that garden is doing so many different things and exposing these students to so many wonderful concepts, uh, both scientific and otherwise. It's just uh, a great. And I cannot wait till they get those fish in there. I'll have to go back and check that out. Yeah, yeah, totally. So uh, big, big shout out, big thank you to Todd for welcoming us to the Burbank Urban Garden. We had a blast out there. And what I really loved was just seeing him and how passionate he is about gardening, just like you, Kevin. You know it. And then the, all the students that were having a blast there, and, and we heard from them. It, it really just drives home to me like the, uh, the fun that gardening can be and the community around it and how uh, therapeutic it can be. It's just such a positive thing in so many people's lives, and it's great to hear that from young people. So I encourage, if if you're a young person listening to this show, get out there and do it. You can do it too. Gardening is for everyone. And, um, you know, go out there and have some fun and grow something delicious. And, <laughs> you know, there's uh, a lot of fun to be had out in the garden. So with that, Kevin, I'm going to let you take it away. Well, another great garden adventure this week. I want to uh, thank our guests at the Luther Burbank Urban Garden. And if our listeners want to thank them, they can go out and visit them April 9th, this Saturday, 9 to 1. They're having a plant sale there. I know they would really appreciate the support. And so uh, with that, we have to go. But I'd really love to direct people that are listening to our, our Facebook group. It's called the Green Acres Garden Podcast Facebook group. And we'd love to have you there so we can share our garden adventures together. Until next time, garden friends, please garden hard, garden happy, and never stop growing. We'll see you next time.
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Kevin Jordan or his guests. These gardening tips and suggestions may work for you, as well as those from alternative sources. When using any garden products or tools, read and follow all label directions.